Welcome in to Red Zone Radio. It is great to be here. Great to have you. Alright. Let's get right into it. There's a lot to discuss, including Bryce Young to the Bears, number one overall. We'll go over that, the possibilities of that. We're going to be discussing Aaron Rodgers, his darkness retreat, and more so what this offseason means for him and other teams, and also some Lamar Jackson news. Uh, We'll get to all of that in this episode of Red Zone Radio. Let's get right into it. All right, look. The Bears are thinking about drafting Justin Fields number one overall. And, you know, for me, or I apologize, Bryce Young number one overall, they have Justin Fields. For me, that move, you know, I, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And that's coming from a guy who absolutely loves Bryce Young. I think he's phenomenal. I think he's a phenomenal talent. Um, and I'm not just going to say this and draft him simply because of size. Now, that is important. Like, let's not just brush over his height and size like it doesn't matter. It absolutely does. But even prior to that, are you sure you want to move on from Justin Fields? I've heard a lot of people talk about should the Bears move on from Justin Fields. And, like, I understand it to a point. But at the same time, we're talking about a guy in Justin Fields who we've seen the throws. We've seen the plays. You know, we've seen the potential upside to him. Now, I I completely understand you cannot just keep someone based on upside, okay, and potential. Because there have been growing pains. There have been plays that make you think, what is he doing? But there have also been those plays that are, that are Patrick Mahomes-esque if you will, um, not necessarily to that level, but pretty close. I mean, there's been throws, some off-platform play, plays, the the long runs are phenomenal, and I understand in order to be a quarterback, it's more than just running, you have to be able to throw the football. I completely, completely understand that. At the same time, though, like, the Bears, I feel like, have a lot of issues. I mean, clearly you do if you have the number one overall pick. You're the worst team in football. But they got a lot of issues, and I don't necessarily believe that Justin Fields is where they should be pointing the finger at right for right now. Here's the way I look at this, if you're the Bears. Look, next year, regardless of what you do with this number one overall pick, regardless of who you draft, the odds are... Even with the improvement, you're still probably going to be picking in the top 10 next year. So, you know, I see this like, like, are you sure right now that is the move you want to make? If I were personally the Bears, I think the way to go is this. Look, Bryce Young is small. And you're not, at least I'm not. Okay, now this is just my opinion. I am absolutely not convinced that Bryce Young is an upgrade over Justin Fields. That's just my opinion, okay? Now, if they love Bryce Young, they're like, this is our guy, this fits our offense, he's going to be a stud, we're going to protect him, then by all means, draft Bryce Young. But if you're just sitting there and you're like, man, Justin Fields had some issues last year, look... You've got the most coveted pick in the draft, the number one overall pick. You can do multiple things with that. You can either, A, draft a Jalen Carter or a Will Anderson, 
and improve that defensive line. And, you know, the best way to help Justin Fields out outside. Now, you could improve the offensive line if you want as well. But outside of improving the offensive line, in my opinion, the best way to help a young quarterback like Justin Fields out is to not make him have to score 30-plus a game. You have a couple weapons. You've got Claypool. Um, and, you know, obviously there needs to be improvement on the perimeter. There needs to be improvement on the defensive end. I mean, there needs to be improvement anyway. There's a reason why this team is picking number one overall. But the other thing you could do with that number one overall pick is trade down. Believe me, there are teams that would be willing to trade up to, to get the number one overall pick, whether it's to draft Bryce Young, whether it's to draft Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud, Will Levitz, Jalen Carter, whoever. Um, and would be willing to give up a lot, and you could trade down and get multiple first-round picks and improve the defense, uh, or, or offense, or receivers, or receiving core if you want to. The point is, I, I just I don't think this is the time to move on from a quarterback that you don't know, that you don't even know it, that he's not the guy. I mean, the talent's there. He's played a couple leagues, a couple years in the league now and I know he's had bad plays and I know he makes questionable decisions and all that I understand that and that's why in my opinion you say here's what we're gonna do we're gonna improve this this and this with the draft and the offseason and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna give you Justin Fields one more year okay if he struggles next year there's no telling that you're not gonna have a top three pick you could potentially next year trade pieces to get it and get Caleb Williams if Justin Fields struggles next year. But in my opinion, there are way too many issues on this team and way too many just holes in the roster to sit there with the number and overall pick, draft Will Anderson, draft Jalen Carter, trade down and get more picks. Then to just blindly say, well, you know, Justin Fields struggled and Bryce Young looked pretty good at Alabama. And this is absolutely not a criticism of Bryce Young as much as it is uh, Justin Fields has looked successful. Like, like he at least has looked as if if you can get him the right coach and pieces that he could be a star in this league. The arm, the size, the mobility, all of it. It, it just he's shown flashes of that where it just looks phenomenal. If you get him the right coach, and I'm not even saying that he doesn't have it right now, but if you get him the right pieces, who's I mean, it's not even like a who's to say. I think there's a good chance, and I think everybody would admit he could be a star in this league. He still is going through development. He still is going through development. Um, so look, the Bears. By the way. Another thing I want to touch on with the number one overall pick. There's been all this talk now about, well, Anthony Richardson. And this is my response to that. Does Anthony Richardson not, okay, is he not a very similar, almost identical prospect to Justin Fields? Big arm, mobile. But by the way, the red, if if you, now this is based on what the scouts say, the red flags that both of them carried coming out of the draft are identical. Sometimes a little careless. Sometimes reply too much on their mobility and athleticism and raw talent. Um, sometimes inaccurate with the football. If you ask me 
I don't believe that they should get Anthony Richardson. I don't believe now. Now, if they trade that pick, that's a different story. I don't believe they should get Bryce Young. I, I think Justin Fields is your guy at least for the next season, and then and then we'll see what transpires there. All right, let's go to something else really quick. Um, Aaron Rodgers. By the way, there are this year. Last year was absolutely crazy. Like like the off season was crazy. Russell Wilson getting traded. Like all the things that happened. And in my opinion, you know, this offseason has potential to be just as crazy or even crazier because you got Lamar on the market, potentially got Aaron Rodgers on the market. Um, you've got a draft class that's going to be interesting. We don't know what's going to happen with Justin Fields. Um, this year, in my opinion, the quarterbacks are in the draft class. It's a much better quarterback class than last year. So we'll see how that impacts trades and free agency and all that. But this is going to be a fun offseason in the NFL, a uh, fun free agency period. But uh, let's go here. So Aaron Rodgers, as I'm sure you know, went on a darkness retreat. He's returned, you know, and, and the whole thing with this is like, look, I, if he wants to go on a darkness retreat, he can do whatever he wants. It's his life, right? But um, obviously the reason why it's been brought to just light is because, not just because you said it, but also because it's like, well, he can't, you know, kind of with the intentions of he's going on this to figure out what he's going to do um, and just, you know, it kind of helped him plan for the future, if you will. Whether and you know, obviously he didn't. This is not what he said. I, this is obviously me just kind of um, assuming. But I'm assuming based off what he means is you know planning for either retirement or where he's gonna or where he's gonna be at next season. Um, and that that was just my take on that. And so, you know, we don't know what's gonna happen to Aaron Rodgers. And obviously now this has been going on since for a couple off seasons now where it doesn't look like he was going to return to Green Bay and he does. If you're Green Bay, you are in a unique spot in a way um, because you have – like let, let's, just, let's just play a hypothetical game. You trade Aaron Rodgers, okay? Now I'm assuming you can get at least a first-round pick for him. Probably more. That, but but let's just say you trade him and you have the first round pick. You are it, it's not necessarily that your team is set, like like you're not set, but you're not at, but you're not like stranded in the middle of the ocean if, if Aaron Rodgers leaves you or if you decide to move on from him. And and so you wouldn't be totally stranded if he left you. You would have pieces and basically what I'm kind of leaning into here is what are the odds this offseason that we see the Packers with a high first-round pick and they draft a Bryce Young, a C.J. Stroud, a Will Levis in the draft? Is that the end of the world for the Packers if they do that? Because here's the thing. Why, why, all those guys that I just mentioned, including Anthony Richardson, all of them, have potential to be stars. I think we would all agree, at least right now, they would be a downgrade from Aaron Rodgers, all right? But if they can play, and by the way, I think they all can. And if you coach them right, and I think Matt LaFord is a good offensive coach, how come you can't get, you know, another weapon in the draft, someone in free agency, and also all of a sudden you've got all this open cap space because Aaron Rodgers is taking up a lot of it. 
the reality is when you sign a star quarterback, and this is why I think we're getting that a little bit, why the Ravens are having such a hard time with the Lamar Jackson uh, deal, is because as important as it is to have a star quarterback, it is also important that this is not this is not baseball where where there's no salary cap. The league has salary caps, and smartly by the league, so that every so that it, it keeps the competitive balance. And you know, like it, it's not a matter of these teams being cheap. Like I, I've heard that before. Well, the owners are cheap. Sometimes it is. I'm not saying it's never the owner or whoever being cheap. But sometimes it's a matter of like, look, dude, and obviously that's an exaggeration. You can't take up 75% of what we are allowed to spend on our team. Like that just is not possible. And then demand players. And so you free up a lot of cap space. You get a quarterback. You get you get someone else because you'd be able to pay a lot for them. You know, it, there's no telling what could happen with the Packers. Um and so my point is, look, it's not the end of the world, in my opinion, for the Packers. It's going to happen eventually anyway, within the next year or so. Even if he stays, he's going to retire. You have got to start somewhat laying a foundation. Now, obviously, if he's ripped, if, if he goes this year, that it would kind of get ripped away from you faster than you thought. But, but start laying that foundation. Start thinking about it a little bit. Like, hey, whether it's this year, next year, whatever, whether it's retirement training, we are going to have to face a reality in which Aaron Rodgers is not our quarterback. Let's let's start coming up with a plan so that we are not, at least. I mean, I mean, you can't be blind. There's no reason you should be blindsided by this if you're the Packers, because it's been a talking point the last few seasons. And uh, as far as Aaron Rodgers goes, there's a lot of teams that I think, you know, um would love to have him obviously I tell you a team that makes sense to me there are absolutely no rumors for this this is just something that I think you know like like it's probably it's more than likely it's not even going to be a discussion this offseason but a team to me that absolutely makes sense if you're if you if you need a quarterback or that, that could use a quarterback look the San Francisco 49ers okay and hear me out on this look if you're the 49ers you by leaps and bounds have the best roster in your division. You by leaps and bounds have the, have at least the second best roster in the uh, NFC. Okay, and honestly, you can make an argument if Brock Purdy doesn't care. They were playing the Super Bowl. Let's go through this. So, so ever since 2019, when the 49ers have won the Super Bowl, it's kind of been the same story, right? Like. <laughs> they just cannot stay healthy long enough. Someone inevitably gets hurt. Now, Aaron Rodgers is by no means injury-proof, and he's had a few injuries, I admit. But you're telling me Kyle Shanahan, Aaron Rodgers, like, wouldn't work. And maybe you give up a few pieces, okay? Like, like there's, like, n- n- not a Nick Bozer or George Kittle, but maybe you have to give up a first round and a and a Brandon Ayuk, you know what I mean? Like, like maybe even, okay, you say, here, you say, if we got three quarterbacks that when they've played, they've shown they can ball in the league, right? Jimmy G, Trey Lance, and uh, Brock Purdy, okay? You've got those three. You've got a couple defensive pieces that I think you'd be willing to get rid of Aaron Rodgers, and I think when you get rid of those pieces, if you get rid of an Ayuk or, or whoever, and I love those guys, but you're still saying Aaron Rodgers, look, 
We're still going to have Samuel. We're still going to have Kittle. We're still going to have an O-line. And by the way, you're getting older. We were a predominantly run team. But when we get to the NFC Championship and we play Phil and we play the Eagles roster or or we get or we play the Cowboys roster or whoever and there's a play left and we need to make it, we need to make it and Rodgers is like I'm here for. It. I think that fit would be perfect. Aaron Rodgers gets to go to a historically good franchise, another well-run franchise. The coach, the pieces, the O-line, he's getting older. It's a run-first offense. I think it works out, man. And I think the 49ers are the few teams that say, look, we've been so close. We've been so close these past couple years. Let's just get a quarterback. And you have the cap space. you got the players, even picks to give up for him. I think it works. I think it absolutely works. All right, let's go to uh, one more thing today. Lamar Jackson. Uh, th- th- obviously, there's been a lot of talk with, you know, him and the Ravens have just been on different terms. So this is what I want to get to first, okay? I am sick of hearing people say, the Ravens just don't, don't want to. Listen, let's not act. Now, we can get to whether he's right or wrong, whether they're right or wrong with this, but let's not act as if the Ravens have not tried to offer Lamar Jackson a pretty good deal. At the beginning of the year, they did, and he declined it, because he wants to make reports out there that he wants to make in the same camp as Deshaun Watson. Now, listen, there are two, you can view this what what he wants, his demands, from two different lenses. The first one, you can say, hey, look, if Deshaun Watson is getting it, he's in the division, he's had way less success than me, the the few games he had all sorts of off-field issues, and the few games he played in, he did not look like he was a professional quarterback. Now, obviously, that can improve, but I'm just saying, if we're looking at it through his eyes. Now, let's look at this through the Ravens' eyes. You're saying, like, look, we completely understand you're better than Deshaun. You've had more success for him. You haven't had off-field issues. But, but, let's not act like Deshaun Watson is the norm. All right? What the Browns did was completely unheard of. And we can't just say, well, they did it, so we're doing it too. We, You don't get successful in this league by following the Cleveland Browns blueprint. No offense to the Browns fans. And, you know, I'm sure they both have said both. I'm sure they both have had their own parts and reasons. Obviously, it would help if maybe if Lamar... This is not even a shot at him. I, I do think it would help if he had an actual agent and not his mom as his agent. And it's nothing against his mom or him, and he can do whatever he wants. But I, I think, you know, having an actual agent may be the better option. Um, but look, I understand both sides of the fence on this argument. I really do. But in my opinion, like, if I'm the Ravens, you know, you do need a quarterback, and I understand that. But also, you know, Lamar Jackson, talent is there, clearly. But it's like, look, dude, let's, so far, your playoff resume. You're one in three. And 
you know, it's not like we haven't had the team, especially that year where they got knocked off by the Titans in a Saturday night divisional round game. I remember that game still clearly. And Derrick Henry ran all over their defense. I mean, that year they looked like the team. Lamar was on fire. He won MVP. But the reality is, you know, if I'm the Ravens, it, I'm not saying paying him's a bad option. But I also don't think you could say the same for not paying him what he wants. I understand he wants a fully guaranteed deal and all that. And I understand he runs in, in all that. But if you're the Ravens, you're like, look, we cannot, we cannot just completely um, empty the bank on you. Because we have yet to even get to a conference championship and there have been plenty of years where we have been hyped up to do so. And that's just my opinion on it. But I do understand um, people have said the other thing. But that's just kind of my take on that. Um, all right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Regional Radio. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Um, I will see you next time on Regional Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.